Join us in Life After Dark. Hello and welcome back, people of the dark. I'm your host, Zachariah, always on the Takariah Cummins, and I'm joined here with Dustin, the Demon Child. What up, Zach? It's been a minute. Also, returning to the podcast... You remember him from last episode, our uh, home, our, what do they call that? Uh, I thought you were going to say homeworker for some reason, but why? I don't know. Like, that was just like the first thing when he said. Because you are? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I was going to, or what I meant to say was How our dare you? resident yes. theoretical armchair physicist, Jesse, the amateur. main, oh, amateur, that's what I forgot, uh, Jesse, the main Brain McLean Shane, we have here in the studio. How <laughs> good that rhymes, man? Uh, we are recorded in front of a live studio audience today. Uh, caliber, oh. sorry, I don't have anything else. I couldn't think of anything. <sighs> Insert <laughs> applause here. He's an um, uh, on site critique. Uh, there you go. I tried to give him a mic. We have, we have signs for him. They say like clap, it. laugh, and all this other stuff. You got the what? Ah, oh, no. And why did you what? <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing to laugh at, dude. That's serious. <laughs> but um, at this point in the episode, we'd like to shout out uh, Juanil Chavez for creating that intro. Thank you, Juanil. Just reached out to him the other day. He's creating the new intro for uh, me and Elaine's podcast that's going to be rebooted life uh, according to us. So you guys watch out for that. All right. And Excited. at this point in the episode, we like to go to a segment which we like to call Dustin's DMs. Tell us about your love life, buddy. Oh, man. It's... uh. It's interesting at the moment right now. Very interesting. So last weekend when I was like. You don't have to go too deep in it? No, I mean, no, no, no. I might as well just like lay it all out right now. Ooh, okay. So there was this girl who like just started like randomly hitting me up, right? Yeah. And she seemed cool. Like her her profile is legit. Is she a listener? Did she no, hear about you from the all, Dustin's DMs? No, I didn't. I never got that oh. too into the conversations. But uh She's like, I would love to meet you in person. So I said, all right. Like, you know, because she added me like randomly Just lie and say that she met you on Dustin's DMs. You can make it dude, seem me, way cooler. Dude, dude she, she did. Like, she did message me. She was the first to like break the ice over here. Because you honestly make, make me feel cooler if you make it seem like that, dude. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, so yeah. So, okay. So get this. So she's like, I'll meet you at the City Brew off of Shiloh and King. Mm-hmm. So I'm on my way over there. She's snapping me and she's literally on King Avenue and she's like, I'll meet you over there. So I get over there and there's just nobody fucking inside. Catfished? 
I think I. What was, if it was the barista? Well, no, no, it wasn't the barista because no, she was actually sending me pictures of herself, like videos, like, like of, it. It kind of almost reminds me of like when there was this one guy I follow on like Facebook where he posted. Uh, Go be with him then. That he was no, like he. I'm friends with him on Facebook, but then he like went to go like go hang out with friends but at the same time he was posting that he was back in hawaii hanging out and chilling fuck you <laughs> that's kidding <laughs> his name is dustin <laughs> <clears throat> take so, me back yes take me back no he was you legit know who, you know who does that dustin hey. women do that what men don't do that dude like i would love to go back to hawaii <laughs> I was at that moment at a time when I was hanging out no, with some friends. No, it's in friend. the past. We can't go back. No, Forward. the past Forward can come only. back, and I can relive the past if I want to, Jesse. <laughs> in I, my mind movies. Yes, in my mind my movies. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, All right, sorry, go ahead. So, anyway, so I get to I get to City Brew. I'm just chilling there. Nothing at all. And then, so, like, I snap her back and then she just ghosts me. You snap her back. Dude, How did like you do what that? if what if she had a, she was did my you jump on it? No. No, she oh. she's she's my friend oh, on Snapchat. Snapchat, snap, yeah. That kind of snap. Yeah. What if, what if she had a family emergency? Were you able to get like get a hold of her afterwards? Well, she messaged me like like literally the next day and she was like, Oh hey, she said something like like on her way over, like her her parents unexpectedly like called her and said that they were they just pulled into town and they went to her house and she wasn't there and they were trying to surprise her so she quickly turned around and left. But honestly, dude, I just didn't even no, fucking buy it. No. No, I didn't buy it at all. I'm like, okay. And I okay, all, so, so all I all I said was, All right, I mean that all all is well. You know, that's all I said. And she's been trying to still like hit me up and then she's keep asking me like what I'm gonna do this weekend, if I wanna try to meet up again and all this other stuff and I just okay, I, so I, I I I returned the ghost and i just said oh i'm just too busy so how long were you guys kind of talking <clears throat> uh three weeks three weeks yeah just mostly like over i mean like over social media or phone calls? yeah it, well we had like we had two phone calls if i go back and look at my phone there was two phone calls we oh, had my boys got receipts out here oh yeah dude i have messages dude i gave her like my, my cell phone number everything oh blaster go off King. no i'm not <laughs> shit uh, so yeah like i'm just not gonna pay any more mind to it i'm just like you know what i got ghosted once and i was barely stepping back into like the dating field right i was dude, like you got hit by a landmine bro dude i got stood the fuck up and after that i'm just like nope i'm just gonna become i'm just probably gonna go just to the school hermit. no you should go into the seminary Some dude just, yeah that's what i was thinking you know just you know praise god brother sometimes Amen. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I don't buy. I don't buy. I mean, well, honestly, it could have happened. It could have. You kind of. You. I mean, it's still pretty early. Yeah. And you guys, you guys haven't actually <clears throat> hung out yet. Is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, we, that was gonna be like your first. Yeah, like legit we, hangout. Yeah, so like we Facetimed each other already. Mm -hmm. Like on. Well, I guess one. I guess one phone call was without Facetime. The second She's phone got call. She's a boyfriend. I don't know. Maybe there goes my her, catfish theory. Her her Facebook says That's single. That's why she turned around. He's like, "Where are you going?" 
Yeah. Something, had but them, had them apple tags on her. No, nah, probably hey, <laughs> city brew girl. Hey, did I ever tell you that when they're tracking people's when, cars? Did no. somebody put an apple tag on you? Yeah, somebody put an apple tag on me, right? What? So yeah, it like, was probably her, bro. No, no. When I had the um, when I had that Dodge, that Rebel. That's why they did that uh, last year. Yeah, that update recently, right? I don't. I have no idea because if you have a <clears throat> now with the with the iPhones, yeah, if there's a tag. Yeah. On your vehicle or yeah. on your person that's not connected to your phone. Yeah, it'll, it'll let you know. You, it'll tell you. Okay, so mm. I okay, so this happened like last June and I got it I got like a notification saying that there was an Apple tag near you. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't really think anything of it because I was at the glacier car wash, right? Yeah. You know, there's cars all around me. Who's Anyways, tracking he you? got he got his undercarriage sprayed and I shot yeah. off. So <laughs> basically so okay so i go through the car wash and then i go to mazebo right and i'm getting a coffee i'm going through the drive through and then next you know like this girl like behind me gets off her car ta- as ta- i pull ta- up sorry to cut you off dude but yeah. like i don't even think that you need an apple tag to track you because that's all you do when you go to billings Post. is you're at yeah exactly you're at the car wash dude. then you're to mazebo coffee then you're to dude don't, uh, give, the the don't give away my <laughs> to the church <laughs> And then you're back to wild. You're saying he's got uh, his uh, he's got Yeah, I, I have my routine, okay? Like, it was probably your mom, dude. That no, no, sure, no, it wasn't. Make sure my he's son gotta is godly. Off, he's got to stop off at the cult now, too. Oh, uh, that's right, dude. It was probably the cult. The cult. The cult. Oh my they're God, tracking dude. you. They're tracking your movements. Dude, like, I, I was honestly tripped out by that letter, dude, that I got in the mail from the cult. Did you bring it? No, I didn't bring it. But No, it's on my desk. Was there, like, a brochure? No, it wasn't a brochure. It was a handwritten letter. It was a handwritten letter, and literally, like the envelope was sealed with one of those like red wax wax, things. Red wax stamp. Yeah. What was the stamp? It looked like 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 two lions or something like that. Like something. Where'd they mail it to? They mailed it to my to my PO box. I don't know how they got my PO box. I remember Conan. But they said that they're having like two snakes. Devouring each other. Like <laughs> 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 so, so I, I honestly I don't know how they got my PO box, Samoa. and they they knew my name because they wrote my name in there, and then literally it was a handwritten letter saying like, um, "This is uh, brothers from the Jehovah's Witnesses. We're doing this little um, get together." So at the was church. the Jehovah's Witnesses that were yeah doing all that stuff? Yeah. And then I was like, and then they said, meet us at this address. You're invited, you know, come, you know, learn about the brotherhood of Jehovah's and all this I other stuff. I don't want to do that because I feel like, man, anyway, so then celebrate Christmas or birthdays. I know, right? So anyway, so I, I was like, address. So, you know, me, I quickly go to Google, type in the address. It's that church that's right next to the car wash, that one that's always empty. <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell? I was tripped out by it. And then uh, I was I was looking at it, and then my sister was like, what is it? And I like I showed her that letter, and she was like busted out laughing. And she's like, you should just go and see how it is. It was his letter to Hogwarts. <laughs> I felt like it was. <laughs> that song is playing there. You're Jehovah, Dustin. <laughs> He's like, you're a hairy wizard. Oh, <laughs> Sick ass. <laughs> Show me your wand. It's belly on belly on Look at him. Expecto Patronum. What is that guy? Patrocum. The boy who lived has come to die. <laughs> 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 
But all right, that was a- oh. So getting back to my air take story, right? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that, dude. Go ahead, so, go off, King. Anyways, so I'm going through the car. I'm going through the um the drive through coffee shop. Yeah, going through the coffee shop. This girl right behind me gets off my gets off her car right behind me as I pull forward, and then she picks up something off the ground, and then she walks up to my window, and then like I I look, and I already have my window down. And she was like, "Hey, this just fell off the bo- like the bottom of your truck, and I don't know if you if it's you need it or not." I looked at it; it was like a little box, right? Mm-hmm. And it was already wrapped up in tape. And anyway, Jeez. so I was like, "What the hell?" So I took it, and I, as I'm sitting there through the drive-through, like I just take off the tape because I for all for one thing, I'm not thinking right. I it could have been a bomb for all I cared. <laughs> Zero anyways, to hundred. <laughs> anyways, so I open it up and there's a little fucking air tag in there. It was a there. ring, and she was proposing. I know. Oh, oh. But anyway. Anyways, so then I was like, "What the hell?" So then, like, like you, you know, there's still a car in front of me. So I get off the truck, and then that girl still sitting in her car is like, "Wait, you're saying this fell underneath my from my truck?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "It just kind of fell from like, looked like from where like the back tire was." I was like, like what it, the? Like they put it on your frame or yeah, something? Yeah, like around like the toll hitch. Or something yeah. Or what? Yeah, something like that. And I was like, what the Inside hell? your bumper. Something. Maybe. Something. So then, you know, I go through the drive-thru. I just pull off to the side. And I'm looking. And here, for sure enough, there was like tape that was still there. Like as if somebody just kind of put tape on there and put that air tag with that box in there. So I was like, what the hell? I didn't have a good feeling about it. So then I just reached, I just called the Billings Police Department. And they're like, hey, uh, they're like, well, there's an officer near there. He'll go meet you at the coffee shop if that's, if you're still there. Okay. So, so did you stop anywhere that day where you no, could have I, had your truck like by itself? No, but there was a like, okay, not that day before I was still like at home in Wyola. Yeah. But the day before I was in Billings and I was doing like rounds because I did go I to mean, Costco. You have to remember this guy's at Billings every day, man. Yeah, so yeah I'm like here every other day. day of the back week. and forth. Yeah. Any day of the week, dude. Yeah, so then I was like. Could I have been saw. the Glacier employees, dude. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, anyways, so then that police officer came and he was like, he was like, we've been, he was like, you aren't the only one that has have found an air tag on their vehicle. Yeah. So he said, did you get like a notification? I said, yeah, I got a notification that there was an air take nearby um, when I was at the Glacier Car Wash. That guy was like, yeah, he's like, we'll just take it. And he's like, we'll just turn it over to our investigating team. It probably had to be that day sometime. Something. I mean, the only time I can remember stopping was like right when I pulled into Billings, right? I stopped at the Cenex that's across that, that new one, like right across to the Metro exit, like right across, like going into Lockwood. I stopped there right, right yeah. when I got into town because I needed to do fuel. So I don't know. It could have been from there or what, but yeah. It's just weird. And <clears throat> I mean, of course, the only reason to need to track you is to Attack find out where you. your truck is going to stop. Yeah. I don't Did know. you hear that rhyme there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I, apparently, like, I guess, um, I guess, like, they're stealing vehicles that were targeted were, like, Raptors. And then I guess. Oh, were you driving? Were you driving the Yukon? No, I was driving the Rebel. Oh, ooh, okay, yeah, there you go. So I was driving the Rebel when that happened, and um, yeah, and they said there was like Chargers, those Chrysler three hundred. How long ago was that? This was last June. Hmm. So, yeah, that was maybe like, they were like 
it was a rebel and <clears throat> this person didn't. I guess they probably thought it was like a I t- guess TRX rebel without a cause. <laughs> You're tearing me apart. <laughs> so yeah, how did they know that the airbags are a problem on that? Truck? Oh, I know they they would have d- did me a huge favor by taking off with it. <laughs> <laughs> then you could have had a TRX. Uh, I you know I th- I think. For my next vehicle, I'm probably gonna try like a GMC. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say GTR. A GTR? No, I would love a GTR, but um, what all-wheel drive? It's practical. No, so but next there, week there's just you'll get like a new car. Oh, next week? Oh no, um, I have 21 days on the next approval, and that was just from like last week. So Jesus Christ, I was kidding. Holy cow! Yeah. The cold, Stay guys. tuned, guys. Cold. It might be uh cold, cold, cold. Might be getting a new truck. Escalade is gonna roll up an Escalade. Oh man, <laughs> put some D's on it. <laughs> <laughs> they see me rolling. No, honestly, like they hating, <laughs> patrolling, and trying to like catch me riding dirty. He's not gonna know who you are. I know he's, he's gonna a big time us after that. No, no, he's gonna be like they're gonna like they swapped him with a, with another with his mind. With another uh, mind, oh, so he's geez. not going to know who you are, right? What's that? Oh, um, get out, get out, or like body snatchers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking at one of those Ram. It was a, it was a Ram. It's like a Laramie edition, I guess. That's what oh, they nice. call it. Yeah, I was at that dealership in Idaho. Oh, that's get a Smith Raptor. Dude? No, have you seen like? Okay, I looked at Raptors, right? And I found the pre-owned one. And guess how much they want for just a pre-owned with like 50,000 miles? 60,000? $72,000. No, just wait a little bit. The market will come back down. But that Ram that I was looking at was $49,000. All right, Jesus, take us back. All right, take us back. Um, We could go down this route for a long time. Hey, dude, we should start like our own like cars only like. We could. We could, dude. Like I could get into that topic too. Anyways, Jesus, take us back. Okay. Zach, at this point in the podcast, we try to bring up like paranormal updates. <laughs> I've seen that you shared about the Mars rover found a crash on Mars. Dude, dude, that was like, I went down a rabbit hole. That's got to be fake. No, like it, it was, was a- it, what it was, was it was a piece of the rocket that yeah. uh, like it's, you know, how it lands on Mars. <laughs> It, mm-hmm. like, discovered that. And people were like, whoa, what is that? What is that? Oh, my God. And they freaked out. But then they realized it was it's just part of their equipment. Yeah. Yeah. It was part <laughs> it was of their equipment. equipment. It was, like, really old. Like, what? Oh, man. What launch did they say that was discovered from? Was it the, the Discovery rover? I believe it was. Like one of the early ones? Yeah, one of the earlier ones. Because there was one that was. that went now out. they got a freaking drone on there <clears> that just floats around. Yeah. Cause um they said was it what was one of those missions? Remember they said the the craft just disappeared right when it was going towards Mars. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear <clears> about that one. Yeah, they're thinking that it's did that you, one. But also, did you know that Russia has been trying to land on Mars and they've had nine unsuccessful lands <coughs> since, and America has landed what three? Yeah, or twice. Three times, three times, I think. Twice? And I'm not sure. And then Russia has tried nine times, and they've haven't made it ever since. But they can't even win a war with Ukraine. Oh, <clears throat> oh just kidding. But uh, 
I mean, yeah, I thought that that was pretty crazy. I mean, there's it was still, interesting. Yeah. At, at least it kind of re-sparked that imagination, I guess, for me anyway. And I mean, this, I, I shared it to Jesse right away, and I shared it to Raven. This is another whole episode that we can kind of go into. Remember, we were yeah. thinking about like the updates of that one episode that we have about aliens. And then there's and like, there's like no, nothing. No, now, now there did is. You hear the report that came out yeah, where they're talking is. about unexpected pregnancies. They're talking about like. Um, they don't know what these are some more, but then there's like a lot of redacted blacked out parts of these pages that they can't read because of national security. But then it's crazy. There was like 1500 pages or something like that. Yeah, that was there's released. a 1500 page story of when Zach got probed. I mean, and who knows about my pregnancy? I mean, I <laughs> calved out and pushed out my butt and... <laughs> <laughs> That's how Dustin's here. Welcome, Dustin. Yay! <laughs> His butt opened up in four ways. Like, like the Demogorgon from uh, oh, Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. <laughs> Dustin, shout out head first. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he calls me Zaddy all the time. But Zaddy. Like, Chill, His bro. first word was... <laughs> He's like, I'll hold a brick for you, Zaddy. <laughs> I'm like, chill, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't call you Zaddy, did I? Yeah, because I burst you from my butt. Ah, uh, so I'm your ghost Zaddy. From all now. right, all right, we're just uh, move, we're moving forward from this. All right, Jesus, take yeah. us back. Okay, all right, go forward. Uh, any other paranormal news that you guys can think of? <clears throat> Let's do some crowd oh, work. Dude. boy, anything? No. All right, all right. So. I guess one paranormal update that was kind of like, <laughs> like I saw it on TikTok at first. It was a real video. Um, these this allegedly couple, there's there's this couple. They just bought a brand new house. Literally, first day they get their keys. They have like they're taking pictures in front. Of the door is open, <laughs> and you're like, like there's a shadow person that was right behind the door. And it peeked, uh, and then it, then it went back into like like what looks like the hallway. And then they don't see it at first until they upload it onto Facebook. And then they're like, hey, who is that in the background? And there there was nobody in the house. And then they then they were like, they're still there. Like, I guess like a few minutes went by and they realized that there was something in the house. And now this couple don't even want to move into their house at all. God, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I got to find the video. But, dude, it's literally a shadow person. Send it to me when you find it, but that's a perfect segue for today's episode. <clears throat> Thanks for looking out, Dustin. We have Jesse here who is going to share his his eyewitness testimonial. His recount. His, I feel like that's what you have of like when the votes are too close. No. What, what Tribal we? election. You're going to recount or account? Recount. I've tribal election <laughs> <laughs> mistrial. <laughs> they stopped it, okay. Uh, we'll blame the Russians this time. And this um... Amber Heard pooped on the bed. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, dude. But, you're, uh... but... <laughs> yeah. objection hearsay. <laughs> she, uh, did you see that she tried to blame the dogs? Objection and... hearsay. <laughs> tried to blame the dogs. The dog yeah. should honestly sue her. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, Jesse came back on. He wanted to talk about he has a personal account that he had in uh, an apartment that he used to live in, what, a few years ago? And yeah. he wanted to kind of come back on, tell the story, and 
that's what we're all about. We've been kind of getting into more conspiracy theories and stuff like that lately. And we wanted to kind of take it back more paranormal this week. So Here, check this out. This was one of the pictures from one of the stories of the scared to death podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, that's basically kind of what you've seen almost. Well, I no, I'm just saying like what you're talking about, shadow people or shadow man, you know, yeah, that type of, uh, topic right now. But, that was a, a kid was just taking pictures in that house and snapped a picture in the hallway. Disappeared when he tapped the top there. Snapped a picture in the hallway and then looked back at the camera, looking through the photos and saw that. Oh, I feel like I've been this guy and for Halloween. No, I'm kidding. Show him. Oh, hey, I seen that. I seen that same picture. Um, on I saw it on their page, but yeah, I listened to that episode. Well, I'm I'm going back. Like okay. Like, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So at this point, I'll pass the the torch over to Jesse. The whole thing started probably. It was a night like tonight. Uh, a night like tonight. We need we need to put a dial on that, and we'll turn the lights down in here. That's when Demo. we turn into a video version. I am gonna change these lights out, but All you have to do is no, change just that picture. Put the dial. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Let's go back. Anyways, um, just to go back. <clears throat> Cut that part out. Ch- oh, I was like, chips. 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 Anyway. Shit. Okay, so it was. It's been eighty-four years. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you were talking about that. Uh, that apartment. Uh, it was a duplex. <laughs> Honestly, a really nice place. We never had any problems. We did hear a noise one time, and, and it took us like a few days to figure out what this noise was periodically. It was the ice maker. Was, oh, like the, Like that little drop. Oh, yeah. dude. Like, what was that? It yeah. happens to but, our fridge, too. Yeah, yeah, dude. That, that's <laughs> but we, at first, me. we were like kind of, you know, what the hell was that? Anyway, so it's a nice place. There's no issues having lived there for <clears throat> probably a few months couple months, few months, I don't know how long. But anyway, this, I mean, I don't want to go too into detail about, because a lot of things are probably speculation on my part, but <clears throat> but during that time, uh, my daughter, you know, she was in junior high and her friend had uh, committed suicide. Yeah. Or she was on life support. She was in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And my daughter wanted to go over there, which I have no problem with. I took her, you know, and I recognize the, you know, we're related to a lot of people. So I recognize quite a few of those people that were there. You know, I I really empathize for them, you know, and it's just a really tragic event, you know, and I couldn't even really imagine what they were going through, to be honest. But, you know, they were going through it. So I, you know, gave my condolences, so to speak, you know, my support and she wanted to stay. So I let her. I let her stay there for probably uh, half of the day. And then I went back after her up there at, you know, the hospital. And she wanted to go back again another time. So I, t- I took her, but I didn't go up with her this time. I just, uh, I took her inside and, you know, she rode the elevator up. And then after uh, she was she was up there, I just left, you mm-hmm. know, waited for her to text me back. But um, about the time that this is all going on, the family's at the hospital, you know, and they're faced with a very, very uh, big decision. I don't even know what to call it. 
you know, we we already know the, the that type of situation. I mean, she was on life support, and and they had to they had to decide to take her off. Oh man! And they were praying. We're all praying, you know, for positive outcome. But in the end, it it wasn't. She, yeah, she was gone. Yeah. So my daughter just was like so heartbroken and i and you know at that age you know like uh 12 years old 11 years old wow that's like, you think the, like, the yeah, world like, revolves around you at that age well I, I mean not even that your world is just so small not not many people even experience any kind of tragedy in their life like that until they're older yeah, does, yeah. i mean some people have but if we're fortunate we don't experience that for a long time you know yeah I had family members pass away, but nothing like that, you know. I didn't have a friend pass away till I was in my 20s. So, and and that was her, uh, one of her best friends. So, that was another aspect of it that just really, she was like double heartbroken, you know. And she couldn't wrap her mind around it. She cried all day, like all the time. She was just crying and crying and she was crying her name. I just kind of, as, as, uh nicely as i could i told her you know don't cry like that it was like almost so uncontrollable that it was kind of concerning yeah and i said you know there's gonna be a funeral we're gonna cry there too you can let it out there you're gonna let her go you're gonna have to let that all out i said but and and you should stop like crying so much right now i know it's really bad but it's not good to cry like that like constantly all day long you know yeah and she just kind of said okay you know and and not it wasn't it wasn't anything like really bad or a big a really big deal i just kind of it's not something she should have been you know continuing on for all hours of the day until she fell asleep you know yeah and so that brings me to probably i don't want to say the next morning but sometime within the next couple of days after that and this was like super early like early in the morning right I, yeah i was i was uh I was getting up for work in Laurel, and we started work at like six fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I had to be leaving the house at like five thirty, so I could get there with enough time to get my work boots on, whatever you know. Yeah. And I want to say fall time, early fall. Yeah. So it was five in the morning. It's dark outside. Mm-hmm. Like there's no twilight or nothing. Yeah, it's, it's just dark. Yeah, sheer it's, darkness. It's, it's it's still nighttime. <clears throat> what does Batman say? The night is darkest before the dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that there's like so much truth to that saying. When I worked at the coal mine, there was so many times like I just traveling to work in pure darkness. And sometimes like when you're driving, you're like the only one on the road. It's a bit of an eerie feeling at times. Well, it's not the darkest before the dawn, but it is the coldest. Yeah. Technically, just before sunrise is the coldest part of the day. That's why I'm vengeance. <laughs> I didn't watch that yet. Uh, it's on HBO Max. Better watch it. You guys, we're gonna watch, watch it, it tonight. Anyway, uh, continue. So before I got out of bed, I got a couple of alarms set in case I miss one, and my alarm probably went off. I don't know what, exactly what time, but I was just laying there, half asleep, mm-hmm. kind of snoozing. Hit snooze about three or four times. Can I get an amen, bro? <laughs> <laughs> So I I was laying there and I heard sort of like a thump, you know. To me, it wasn't so much like a knocking. And to be clear, it wasn't the ice maker. It was it it, it it wasn't the ice maker because I because I know that sound. 
It kind of almost sounds like a you know video games when you pick up the coin purse and it goes like a yeah little, it was only, well it's like a it's like a it like a, um yeah it's like almost like a crunch sound you know like a crush yeah. kind of a sound like they they all fall at the same time this is more like a thump like a, you know just a, a solid thump and it came from my daughter's room mm-hmm. which was right next to our room and in my mind I was thinking her phone must have fell yeah yeah. Cause she used to put her phone on this little <clears throat> stool right by her bed, and 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 my I was like either her phone fell or she's awake, you know. I just decided I was gonna go check on her, so I went in there and she was knocked out, and I couldn't see her phone anywhere. I didn't want to bother her, so I just let her be, and I uh, I continued getting ready. So I went in, did my morning rituals, got dressed, and I put my my boots on. Well, maybe my shoes, not quite my boots. And I was getting ready to head out the door. And now our bedroom was uh, basically like 90 degrees from my daughter's door, right? Mm-hmm. They're in the same corner of the hallway. The doors open into the room kind of away from each other. So, And the bathroom was almost not quite straight across the hallway. It was almost middle of the hallway. It was kind of yeah. offset just a little bit. It was in sort of the middle of the hallway, but the door was just a little bit offset. I had the bathroom light on, and I had my bedroom light on. And the light was kind of like shining out of my bedroom, and the light was shining out of the bathroom, too. So it was kind of illuminating that little part of the hallway. And then you guys had those, like, outlets that shined that, in the... Yeah, but those things let out very minimal light. <clears throat> yeah. If it's dark, then they light up pretty good. Yeah. When you have, like, your night vision from when you're, like, half asleep. But in this situation, those things don't even matter. But basically, I was standing in my doorway, kind of half in, in my door and half out. And I'm facing my daughter's room. My wife is over here sitting on the bed, and she was... She's like, and she was talking to me. I was looking down at the floor, so I was probably more in the hallway than in my room. But I was standing in the doorway. I mean, I know the listeners can't see this, but Jesse's kind of <clears> illustrating <throat> it to us on his pen and paper. Um, well, I'm doing that so I can I can remember too. But I was looking not at anything in particular. Mm-hmm. I was just standing there and listening to my wife talk. And I was staring at the floor. So I was just absorbing what she was telling me. As she was speaking, something caught my attention. And I was, at first I I thought, is that a mouse? Because I saw something move. But there was no mouse. I thought maybe one ran by really fast, kind of in a shadow. And it, but that wasn't the case. So I blinked like a couple times. Whatever it was, it looked like smoke. That's the only thing I can, can categorize it as. It was sort of a opaque, kind of a transparent okay, I know what that smoke. Is. Yeah, yeah. And and I could see it. I wasn't looking for it, but it was there. And my brain was trying to trying to like make sense of what I'm looking at. It slowly went behind the door while I was watching it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was trying to make sense of it. And I reached. I just there's a light switch like straight across the hallway that turns on the hallway light. It's like pretty much right above where, almost right where I'm standing. Yeah. And I just, I reached across real quick and I flicked that switch and the light came on and I was, and I was looking, I couldn't see anything at that point. Now this is the part where I can, I can remember what happened next, but I don't think I looked behind the door that might've been later. But so basically 
what happened next was uh, Liz saw my face that I transfixed on something. And then I turned on the hallway light and I was like, what was that? You know? And in my mind, I was thinking I didn't want to. I'm about to go to work, you know? So I didn't want to scare her. And, and I was still sort of like puzzled. But she was like, what? What were you looking at? I was about to tell her nothing. A mouse. Uh, my eyes are playing tricks on me, you know. And as I walked into our bedroom towards her, I stepped into the doorway and her, her eyes got really big. She screamed and she closed her eyes real quick and she opened them and she screamed again. And she I yelled at her and I said, don't look. I ran to her and I covered her with my body and I don't know why I just felt like whatever whatever it was you know I uh, didn't I didn't want trying to tiptoe through the window through the tulips yeah, with me yeah your favorite uh, your theme music dude that that's what that was, was like what you're telling me what reminded me of that was what we were talking about kind of on last episode too was the uh what was the movie that you watched Insidious Insidious dude yeah. I despise that movie man <clears throat> It's actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, the, for me, it just, uh, I'll tell you about it later. Finish the story. So, well, my wife, my wife is pregnant at the time. And, and not only was I shielding her in my mind, I was shielding my unborn child. You know, yeah. I didn't want it anywhere near my, my unborn son. And, and I just, I felt like, well, what, what could I do really at that point? You know, mm-hmm. but I just, I covered her. And we, we just kind of, we froze there for like about maybe 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And I, and I look, I look behind me and nothing was there. The hallway was empty. The room was empty. You know, there was was no activity, you know, at all. There was nothing. So, but we were, we were truly freaking out at this point. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like everything's all good, but no, nothing. It was not all good. We were freaking the fuck out, like big time. And uh, Jesse was referring back to there was a time in the 90s when he used to wear a shirt that said no fear, but there was some fear. There was a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my wife wanted, you know, we, we started praying. We had some uh, the those candles from the church from baptism and all that, you know, and oh yeah, and she wanted with Jesus she wanted, on that, she like wanted that? that candle like those kind when you got baptized they just they're in a red box. Oh, yeah. Mom and Dad had them for a long time, but I don't know where they went. Yeah, yep. I don't remember. Sorry, but it's just a candle and it has your name written on it. When you get baptized, they give you that candle. And to have your name on it, and she, we had, we had those, and she just wanted to. I mean, at that point, we were we were just, uh, you know, we we're Christians, you know, we're believers, so that was our only way to to find some kind of comfort, and mm-hmm. and I shut the door. I grabbed that candle, and luckily we had a lighter in the room because neither of us smoked. You know, we quit smoking. And, but she had candles around the house anyway. So I, we lit that candle and then we were just sitting there praying and, and just trying to calm ourselves down. And then I remembered my daughter was still in her bedroom. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> fast asleep by herself. <laughs> so I jumped up and I was like, oh. <laughs> throwing the baby out with the bathwater in the room and she uh i'm sorry getting real loud but i just uh, oh man that part of the story is terrible but we were we were really freaked out yeah our minds were not operating like normally it's early in the morning (laughs) and it was early in the morning and we like take her (laughs) (laughs) we just forgot (laughs) We what totally it, forgot. Wait, she was asleep. She never woke up. The whole, wait. the screaming, the yelling, uh, and, and all of that. <laughs> it's she like, was, um, she was what are those animals called? Quokkas? You remember they, they throw their babies at, at a predator if they're being under attack? Like That's quokka. terrible. <laughs> a quokka? Yeah, a quokka does that. Google that right now because I have no idea what the hell you're yeah, talking you about, dude. you need to fact check yourself right dude. now. I think we had a listener submission where the same thing happened like that. Uh, like a grandmother but, was but walking by is... the back room, looked into the room, and then there was a shadow man there. They screamed, turn the light on. There was nothing there. Uh, the turn the light off? There. It was there again? No. Would you turn it back off? Yeah. <laughs> Liar, you would not turn it back no, off. No, I'd probably that. be like, oh, good night. Going you back to bed. I can you, hold you my pee. You turn the light back off and it's closer? I'd be like, oh. I, I can hold my pee for a couple hours and I go back to bed. Oh, man, these cockers Do are you, like bro? the most adorable looking animal. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, man. <laughs> it looks like one of those What It are looks those like things? a gopher, like a beaver. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, like a gopher. Yeah, they... Uh, Show man. us the video where they throw their, their uh, young. I don't, I don't. Okay, hey, let me. Let, we're, we're, All right, we're, we're, we're venturing there's, off. There's still, there's still more to be said. Yes, finish your story. I just had to. I just had to agree because I remember seeing that I are reading that the quokkas throw their babies at their predators. And they, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys left your baby to the shadow. Yeah, she was okay though. Yeah, but I, I, th- I honestly think that's what they did to Dustin. That's why he's a demon child. I'm not a demon child. I ran in there and I, I grabbed her out of her bed and I carried her in. And of course, she was like extremely puzzled. <clears throat> yeah, and told her to go to sleep. You know, and uh, we put her in, in our bed. Luckily, we had a king size bed. Otherwise, there probably wouldn't be much room. You know, literally laid in bed with like all the lights were on. In that side of the house at that point. Every light, the hallway light, the bathroom light, her bedroom, our bedroom. We shut the door. Not that that would matter, I guess, but it might. But we shut the door and I I called in. Of course, I wasn't going to work after after that happened, you know. Well, what I saw, I didn't really see it clearly. When I looked, when I turned the light on, there was nothing there, you know. Yeah. It was only in that half dimly lit, like the, the, the light wasn't even directly... In the hallway, it was just, it was spilling out from the rooms and it was kind of an ambient light that was kind of just filling that little doorway to my daughter's room, right? Yeah. And that's where I saw that. And it was moving very slowly, like almost. Like it wasn't trying to have you notice it almost? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it froze like when I, when I was, I was looking at it and it started moving. The door just slowly opened and freaked me the hell out. But it was It intentionally went behind the door and disappeared, right? Mm -hmm. From view. When I turned on the light, nothing there. I couldn't see nothing. But of course, in my mind, I was just like trying to, I'm trying to rationalize. I'm trying to come up with um, anything. But I'm also thinking about this like, 
nobody's going to fucking believe me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't believe me. And so, and this is the crazy part. I didn't even really see much, but what I saw was definitely there, right? It was definitely moving slowly behind the door. And then I just, uh, after we calmed down, I spoke to Liz and I just said, uh, okay. I said, so, and I was very careful up until that point. We didn't actually talk about it because we were so, uh, concerned with like just keeping our family safe right so we're just praying Mm -hmm. and the sun the sun you could see was starting to light up the blinds in the window so i opened up the blinds and we were letting the sunlight was starting to come in and at that point the house was uh getting more and more bright inside and i just uh I, i i looked at her and i said tell me what you saw yeah because I feel like you want to cor- like corroborate stories to kind of be like, what did you see? Well, I wanted to. to I, I, I just wanted to know what she saw because I never looked. But it's almost like just to make you. Well, I wanted not to, feel sane, but like to feel like, did I actually see that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. I well, to you validate. Know, well, there, what's that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I did. I wanted to know if she actually saw something or if I just scared her. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? mean. So, in my mind, I'm trying to rationalize the whole situation. I probably just freaked her out. Yeah. You know, I probably just freaked her out, and and there was nothing there. Nothing was actually there. I just scared her with my behavior. You know, I I was seeing things. Whatever, Whatever was going through my mind, I just, I looked at her, and I just said, tell me what you saw, you know, and she just... Said she sat there for a second and she said, "Okay, when I was looking at you, you I was talking to you, and you were staring at the floor, and you had a look on your face, like you were puzzled, like you were looking looking at something, but you you didn't know what what it was. So when you reached out into the hallway and you flicked on the hallway light real quick, uh." That's when I, I noticed that something wasn't quite right. So I, that's when I asked you, what are what are you looking at? So then she said, as you stepped into the bedroom, mm-hmm. right when you stepped through the threshold of the doorway, she said, a big shadow just rose up behind you in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I screamed and I, that's when she screamed. She closed her eyes and then she opened them. And screamed again, and I told her not to look, you know. And she said, when I opened them that second time, it shot down the hallway really fast. It, like, went the other way, like, away from the bedroom. Yeah. So, it went down the hall, and it just shot that way. Then that's when we forgot that my daughter was in the other room, and we were all scared. (laughs) (laughs) So, we, we didn't know what was up, you know. And we slept in the same room for about a week. You yeah, know, of we, course. We, we were, we yeah. were freaked out. Yeah. And our room was pretty big. So actually I, I carried my daughter's twin bed all the way into our room and we all slept in the same room. We left the hallway lights on, you know, actually for the first night we did. And then after, after all that, of course, me being the big, strong man, you know, <laughs> I had to turn off the lights. I had to lock it, make sure the doors are locked. Because you know we don't want to, we don't want a big old hide. And then, like you, the door was almost like in the front. It was like a split entry, so I could imagine you like 
locking the door, turn the light off, and running up the stairs as fast as you, you can, just you hoping can only, nothing's behind you. You can only turn off that doorway light from the bottom of the <sighs> stairs. Oh, and 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 gosh. and Liz loves mirrors. Mm. Oh, oh, dude, no. that's and a waste. So she has those. It's she like, has those square mirrors that uh, she stuck on this. the wall. Yeah, I remember it. She stuck like there was like four or five square mirrors on on the side of the the stairwell as you go down. Right. Mm-hmm. She has those mirrors that are going on. The, there's like four, maybe five five mirrors, and I had to lock the doors. And we have not only our front door, but the garage door, too. Yeah. And there's a, there was that dumb little freaking dog door down there. You know, but that was boarded up. But it was still kind of weird. So I would make sure. Actually, before I would lock the door, I would I'd have to look in the garage, too, to make sure that the garage door yeah. was shut. Then lock that garage door. Then turn off the light and then walk upstairs as calmly as possible. I didn't run, but I walked up. But... I was so afraid to like look in those mirrors because you know mirrors are almost like uh, they can be portals. They're, yeah, they're and, portals. And, and That's what they. You are. can see things in mirrors. You know that. I mean, you know they would say stuff like that. So I didn't even want to like even out of the corner of my eye, but I could see my peripheral. I was going by those mirrors. You know. Yeah. And I, in my mind, I'm like thinking, oh, it's behind me. It's behind me. There's a shadow, you know, and it was freaking me out. I was freaking myself out. And I was literally living in this like sort of fear, you know? Yeah. It was really sort of, uh, it had a hold on me. I mean, we were all scared, you know, mm-hmm. but I had to turn off all the lights. So I had to go throughout the house anyway, you know, and I, and I called dad and I, I just, he already knew what happened, but I told him it was bothering me. I told him that it was... It was, uh, like whether, it had, whether or not something was there or not, I don't think that anything it had was like there. like a threshold on you, so to speak. Well, like, it was just bothering me. Like yeah. in my mind, I was, I was, I was, uh, afraid, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like I was like, I went back to being a kid again and I was afraid of the dark. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Do like, that. I understand. I was just like, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I, I didn't want to do that every night, but I had to, you know? So, mm-hmm. Uh, but I called dad and dad just said, is anything happened since? And I said, no, nothing happened. And he just kind of, you know, asked me, you know, the same stuff. Like, did you pray? Did you, did you smudge the house? Like I told you. And he told me to do a couple other things. And we did like, we opened the door, you know, and we kind of left the door and we opened some windows and stuff, you know, and we just did things to kind of like, if, if it was something that was almost trapped there, we didn't want it to be trapped there. We wanted it to be able to leave freely, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like it was. We weren't being oppressed. Yeah. It was just in my own mind. And yeah. that's, that's what dad basically said. He said that what happened to you, you're allowing it to bother you. And he just said, if you, if you allow that fear to control you, to take, take hold of you like that, then it will continue. To bother you, you know, you maybe not directly, but you're still suffering, you know. So he said you have to try to put that outside of your head. It's way easier said than done, you know. And he he knew that. Yeah. But I understood what he was saying. It's like when you're a kid and your dad's telling you, "There's nothing in the dark. You don't need to be afraid of the dark," you know. So that was like an adult conversation of him telling me, "There's nothing in the dark." But then it's like there, I saw something if, in the dark. I know, I know, and he believed me. He believed me. I just, I think he was just telling me to not allow myself to be victimized by it. 
victimized like sort of if you allow yourself to have that fear then you're giving power yeah to you I, could be giving power yeah kind of like stephen something. king's it like how he kind of just it told that story that with energy. it yeah. yeah it feeds it lives that off negative of, energy of the fear yeah it thrives off of it yeah so that's kind of that's kind of what that was telling me and <sighs> Dude, i hate that movie i don't know what was going on there that time we don't know we don't know. We really don't know anything about the spiritual world. Yeah. You know? I agree. I don't think it wasn't malevolent in any way. This It was like some kind of, it felt like uh, it was just there and then gone. I feel like there there's like a sense to it to where there's a sense of, um, there is a sense of malevolence, malevolency to it, but it's in a way to where it's just, I feel like it's just there to just quickly just spark a fear in you and then just leave. Like you said, like just there and it's gone. Yeah, and, I don't um, know. I don't um, know what just to get a bump. Yeah. I mean, I had all kinds of thoughts. You know, I, I thought, well, what if because my daughter was in, like in a really vulnerable state. Yeah, you know, and she was crying all the time. Like, and, what if it was like who knows <clears throat> what her friend was kind of going through and like what's kind of spirits were bothering her? What if it was like a depression kind of thing and it was trying to attach it? That's what. That's what I was just now thinking. That's what I was just now thinking. That's what I was afraid of too, because I was like, "What if it? What if it was something that was trying to attach to her?" Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't. We 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 don't know. It it yeah. didn't. Whatever whatever happened. Whatever in that moment, it was gone, and we didn't have any issues. Of course, we we continue to bless our house, and you know. Yeah. What if like. The way I kind of think of it, maybe something was trying to attach itself to your daughter, but maybe your guys' faith was the one that chased it off. Like how you were quick, how you quickly were able to just quickly pray about it. Like maybe that was what chased it off. So I, I honestly believe that like just from your surroundings around you, maybe you'd be like walking through a hospital. Something could attach itself to you walking through the bar. Follow you. Yeah. Follow you. You're going through the bar. Something will attach itself to you. Real no. real quick, I have another yeah. story, okay? Those right. are really for, for Dustin, though, the ones that nope. try to attach Jesus themselves. Jesus taking us back, we're going. This would be really. Those are, those are called CDs. <laughs> <laughs> pause. pause. The, what, you're talk, what you're talking about, like with things uh, attaching or following yeah. you, I mean, I, I believe that that does occur. Yeah, I, uh, like, there is a couple of times, like, um, one time I went out to the bar. Mm-hmm. and i was living in that's when we first moved to wyola i it was like two o'clock in the morning i left billings and i went all the way back to wyola right mm-hmm. and i got off at aberdeen exit as i'm driving down from aberdeen exit down to the frontage road there's that in-between road there i saw a woman on the side of the road i saw mm. a woman standing on the side of the road just randomly standing there it was has to be about like like three something in the morning how old she looked old she looked really old. Hmm. Didn't what even was she wearing? Like was she did like, she look like old or old? Like she looked old. Old. Yeah, like she was like an old woman. No, like was she wearing like anything? No, the, yeah, like her, buckskin her attire, or like what was no? Like her she was wearing like like a white, what looked like like kind of like a white um nightgown, like white nightgown or something like that. Like the one that Grandpa used to like. Yeah. Just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> no, okay, I just so I, me, I saw that that time, and I just passed by, but, and I but, was like, "But what the hell?" Piggybacking on your your yeah. whole drinking and 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 coming home and seeing like something, yeah, uh, it's kind of the opposite. Where I went out, well, so okay, so I went to I was gonna go out, and it was like, is this a, your story now? Yes, this is okay. my story. 
I, it was, I was going to go out, and I think it was during Crow Fair. And I, and I just, I mean, you know, Crow Fair, you, we, we grow up here all our lives, and Crow Fair is Crow Fair, right? Yeah. So nobody's cousins after midnight and well, I don't want, after two. I, I I didn't want to drink here in Crow over Dustin standards. I don't want to get thrown in, you know. Yeah. So I did the I guess somewhat responsible thing, and I went to the bar instead. I came here to Billings. I went to Zach's favorite place, Wild West. You Ooh. Know? Ooh, midget wrestling! Shout out, bro! <laughs> Shout they, out! It's coming back. But old school Wild West. When yeah. I was in college, we used to go watch midget wrestling at um. Wild West, and yeah. it's coming. It, like yeah, I think it's like porn okay, as well. Okay, okay, oh, you got got me riled up, man. You can't be doing that. He's Listen to the story. Midget Listen porn to the guy. story. All right, good. You're gonna make me go on for two hours. So I went out, and it was dead. Right, of mm. course, everybody's in Crow, nobody's in Billings, and I basically was like, well, played Neon Moon. There's some there's some people out and about. Before I left Crow, I talked to uh, our cousin mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, remember that bottle? We had bought a bottle. We went out, we were we were drinking the night before and we bought a bottle of Captain Morgan. It might have been a liter and and uh, we didn't finish it. So I gave it to him and I was like, "Here. Hey, hang on to this, you know, and we'll drink it another time." He's like, "All right." So he took it and I when and I talked to him, I was like, "Hey, where's that bottle at? I wanna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out." So I figured I'd kind of pregame it on the way, you know, have a couple shots before I get to the bar, so I don't gotta spend so much money. He was like, "Oh yeah, it's under my porch." And they had that, they had like a handicap ramp mm-hmm. to that house they were living in at the time. He's like, "Yeah, just reach underneath that ramp, and it's like under there." So I was like, "Okay, uh, why would you leave it outside? First of all, but all right, whatever." So I go and I. <laughs> I was like, somebody could have freaking took it, you know? It was just sitting underneath the freaking, underneath the ramp. So I kind of looked under there. I the... first thought it would be like snakes or spiders. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> could be anything under there. So I reached under there and I found it. I took it out, threw it under my seat. I mean, I took, I probably took a few shots and then I threw it under my seat, went to the bar. The bar closes and then I drive. They used to come, they used to drive up to uh, behind Skyview and there used to be a party spot down there. Yeah. That's where a lot of people would meet up. So I figured, well, I'll go over there. And I drove over there and there was a van there and there were some people, but I didn't know them. So I decided, well, I don't know these people. I don't really want to impose. I'll wait for, I'll wait for some more people to show up, you know, and then maybe then I'll mingle. And I parked sort of at the top of the hill and I was like, oh yeah, that bottle, you know, so I get that bottle out and I took like the last three or four shots that were left in it and I could see, uh, in my mirror, I saw somebody coming from that van and they were walking up to my car and I just finished that bottle. So I took that bottle and I threw it out my wind, my passenger window out into the grass. I just like chucked it, you know, as hard as I could. A single native tear went down. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then that guy walked up and he said, Hey, um, you want to come down and uh, join us? And I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. You and your, uh, you and your friend, you know, you can come down and and join us. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, I'm by myself. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, just whatever. <clears throat> so I, I started my car up and I drove down there and I got got next to that their vehicle, you know, and I get out and they had 
they had they had beer and they were like, here you go, you know, have some beers. Are you from here? And I was like, yeah. Was, they were like, where is everybody? I was like, they're probably in Crow. Oh yeah. They're like, we're from Browning. So we came down here to Crow Fair. We thought we'd come up and there might be some parties or something going on, you know. And yeah. I was like, ah, they must all be in Crow or somebody partying down there on the rest somewhere anywhere, but. Then that guy looked at me and he was like, you came by yourself, huh? And I was like, yeah, I'm by myself. And he was like, "Uh, I didn't want to freak you out. I know you probably won't believe me, but I just got to tell you this. When I was walking up to your car, he said, I saw somebody walking away from your car out into the grass. What? They were walking and it was dark. I thought somebody was walking out there. To go pee or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, you know, you and your friend can come down and join us. And when you said you were by yourself, <laughs> oh. I didn't know what to think, but I didn't want to scare you. So I just said, yeah, come on, come down, you know, like right away. And I would have nope the fuck In my mind, <laughs> bro, I was thinking that bottle yeah. had been sitting outside all night underneath that porch in crow yeah you know so who knows maybe you know they always you know people say stuff like that you know you leave something out you know spirits can attach itself attach to, to it. it or be attracted to it you know yeah and i was like wondering like i wonder who freaking it's probably dustin astral projecting no. himself, <laughs> trying, to, trying to take a shot and then when he threw it out he's like hey but chase that uh, when he spiders. when he was walking up that's when i threw that bottle out the window. So basically, that right there was probably my first like weird story that I I couldn't explain it. I didn't see anything, you know, but that guy said he did. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Jesse's story on first the the shadow person in his old apartment and the shadow person that was at his vehicle at two time. You know, shout out two time. You know, he are our two time warriors, but. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And like we say every time, if you're still here, if you're hearing this, you are the resistance, the COVID resistance, the simulation resistance, whoever. Zach, stimulation. Uh, stimulation uh, resistance is what Dustin is working on right now for his butt. But um, thank you guys for being here. And thank you for everything. Thank you for all your feedback. We love our our, our little listeners we're coming out with merch and with uh just little things here soon so stickers cups shirts uh koozies uh just be on the lookout for those we'll update you when those yeah, come out zach's bedazzled uh jock straps gonna be out there soon yeah i mean tell us your guys' sizes and we will fit them dustin will be out there personally measuring buckskin um, thongs. <laughs> thongs that way he can fit you and get that personal fit um (laughs) we will see you guys next week on another episode of life after dark